now, back to Tech 5 Radio. Brought to you by the generous support of 321Blink at 321Blink.com. Chorus Call, C-Leveled at PittsburghTalks.com. Dollar Bank at Dollar.Bank. JRG Advisors, PTC Corporate Coverage Group at JRGAdvisors.net. Pittsburgh International Airport at PittsburghFlies.com. Plus Consulting at PlusConsulting.com. SDLC Partners at SDLCPartners.com. PNC Bank at PNC.com. And West Virginia University at WVU.edu. Here are your hosts, the Pittsburgh Technology Council's Andre Russo and Jonathan Kirsten. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You are listening to Tech Vibe Radio. It's our TNT show, our Tech Vibe neighborhood tour from Expedience Data Center. It's so cool to be in this center to see all these servers. All this activity that goes on here is just amazing, and it's so cool to have Expedient host us and do our show here. And I've got a really cool guest with us today. I'm really excited to have Paul stop by. We have Paul Vorbach from HV3D, and uh, you're doing some amazing stuff, and we're both car nerds. We are. We are. <laughs> so absolutely. This, this could be like a 30-minute segment if it were up to me, but we, we must... We could go on and on. Absolutely. So real quick, tell us about hv 3D and, and and yourself real quick. Well, very good. Uh, yeah, HV3D uh, is is something that spawned out of our core business, which was Han Vorbach uh, collector car restoration. Okay. We're, we are lo- we're local to Pittsburgh. We're located up in Harmony, PA. Yes. And uh, we get involved in in uh, doing a lot of restoration work on on you know antique cars, uh, classic cars, a lot of high-end stuff I in know. some cases. And, I was you know, at your shop a few weeks ago, and oh, yeah. I was like, I don't want to leave. I want to just live here and look it, at all these great cars it, that you're putting back store. together again. It is the candy store. Indeed. You know, it's, you never know what's in there at any given time. And uh, So in the course of doing restoration work and some custom work that we've done, you know, we kind of came across the idea that, you know, finding parts is, is a challenge. It uh, is. So for some of these Especially cars. on these high-end cars you're working uh, yeah. on. I mean, for instance, when I was in your shop, I believe there was a 1955 Mercedes 300 SL. There was, yeah. And we've some of those parts you just can't find at the O'Reilly's, if you know. No, <laughs> you're not going to go down the street and, uh, and pick it up down there for sure. Um, and when you do get into some of these really rare cars, you know, the parts are harder to find. Um, and it's a lot of times the mechanical parts you might find, but boy, it's a lot of the trim stuff, the really, you know, oddball little things. So, um in the course of restoration, we did actually start to dabble a bit with uh, some metrology, meaning you know, getting uh, on 300 SLs in particular. We were we had some factory spec drawings and things, and we're doing uh, a lot of measurements to make sure that our cars, when we were doing them, were, right. were measuring up to those factory specs. Okay. But in the course of that, we started thinking about well, we if we could scan one of these things. Yeah. Then um, if we get another one in, we can scan it and overlay the scans and really get a better picture of what's needed to uh, to restore the car. So that's where that started. And once we sort of started rolling with the scanning, then the then the wheels started turning about, well, oh, this 3D thing sounds kind of interesting. Exactly. So we began to get educated about that. Um, and learned what it take to take those those scans and turn them into actual parts. Right. And what, what, what kind of piqued our curiosity, I, I, I think uh, my partner Bill, Bill Hahn, he had seen the Jay Leno uh, program where they had a 3D printer there, and it was plastic pr- parts that were printing, and okay. that sounded pretty interesting. But we're like, well, you know, we need more than just plastic. We need to be able to do, do metal. You know, metal and other things. So right. then we started learning that 
metal was possible and in different types of metals and things like that. So uh, we attended a conference in here in Pittsburgh a couple of years ago called the Rapid Conference, which is actually coming back to Pittsburgh next month, ah. in the month of May, and we are actually going to present at that, which is kind of cool. You should be. I yeah. mean, it's an amazing story that you know, from you having a need to have oh, absolutely. custom parts, you're like, we can print them ourselves. We can do this. So, um, yeah, we, we went to that and learned about the machinery and the kind of the state of the of the art at the time. Um, attended a couple of other related type of uh, uh, symposiums and things. Penn State was holding something right. up there. Talked to those folks and just really listen to a lot of the gurus and the tech people that exactly. really knew what they were doing and kind of determined that we had a good idea of how this thing yeah. could work and we could see where it could go for us. So we started to dabble. I like you that know, you start dabbling. Dabbling, dabbling means a good thing sometimes. We didn't right? plunge. We just sort of dabbled. dabbled like but we tried here and there. And, and, right. And so then last well, year... Mm -hmm. We did it. For, we decided to take the plunge for real and form a, f a actual, an actual for real company, company. To, to, to actually do this. Right. So what was the first part that you printed? And you're like, this works, and you installed it on a car. A 300 SL emblem. See? Oh, that's what trunk. I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. We, they are rarely available if they come available at all. Um, and if they are, they're expensive, and they almost always need refurbishing anyways. They kind of have that term, unobtainium. Unobtainium. Yes. Uh, unobtainium. Making the obtainium obsolete. That's, that's kind of our little tagline is yeah. making an obtainium obsolete. So, yeah, that was the first thing. We sent it out, got it chrome, came back. We were fairly pleased with how it turned out. Mm -hmm. You know, but every part that we've done, we've learned something on. Absolutely. So you're, you know? you're getting this, this, this repertoire of knowledge. Yes. And a catalog of parts. Catalog of parts. Correct. So, so tell her, I'm, I'm just reminding our listeners, we're talking to Paul Vorbach from HV3D, and I'm just impressed with what you guys are doing, digitally printing parts for, oh, yeah. for, for car restorations. And uh, so tell us, what are some of the other parts you're able to now reproduce? Well, uh, it's it's been a real challenge, but we have a carburetor top from a Weber carburetor. Ah. Um, we've, we've, you know... You, you talk about successes and failures. Well, you know, this was a learning experience okay. for us because it's just so complex. Yeah. Um, and we learned, you know, just how de how defined the metrology needed to be to make that correct. But I think we're right there now, so we're about to uh, embark on getting that. Uh, we hope be a final version of that. But it, that's a very complex part. Some of the other stuff, though, has been just fascinating. People have sent us all sorts of things from, you know, dash knobs to uh, tail light housings to different different things like that, as well as other carburetor parts. So you must have some do. very happy, geeked out customers, because sometimes oh, yeah. it's those little pieces you need to finish your car restoration and you can't find them, and that there's technology that's right. solving that problem for people. And it's here. It's here in our area, exactly. which I think is cool. Absolutely. Cool. All the way yeah. around. I, I'm just... I'm, completely excited for you guys and how this has kind of all come about. I think big oh, things yeah. are, are going to happen. We hope. <laughs> so so how are you starting to move forward with this now? So obviously you've got this conference that's coming up. Well, the conference, the rapid conference is a, is great for anybody, you know, in, in of your listeners here who really want to just get a better handle on what 3D is all about. I mean, I believe, and I, I'll probably fracture this, but I think they could probably yeah. get into that conference at least to look and see the expo section yeah, of it. Yeah, totally. Um, and get out on the floor and see the machinery, see what's possible. Right. And, uh, and whet their appetite about it. Um, it's not quite as simple as just, oh, let's buy a machine and suddenly it starts turning yeah, exactly. out parts. Exactly. Hit so, this button and out comes a carburetor exactly. top, right? Yeah, it's, it's much more uh, involved than that, but uh, it's a great way of learning about it. And, you know, for us, hopefully we can continue to expand within this marketplace. It's what we know. Absolutely. You know, in the sense of car parts, you know, uh, whether it be restoration parts or custom parts. For, 
personalized parts, things like that. All that area. So that's where we're starting with. But, you know, we do hope that it will expand beyond that because even regionally here within the the Midwest and and Western PA, Mm -hmm. um, I think there's a lot of opportunity uh, around older machinery that maybe is obsolete and people need parts for that. So, you know, I think... You know, if somebody has an idea for something that, uh, or just has a need, it's worth. It's they, worth. They can give you a call. So, if people want to learn more yeah. about HV3D, where can they go? And well, they can go to the website. Yeah. And uh, it would be uh, www.hv3dworks.com. Okay. And uh, they can check us out there. And of course, they, all of our contact information is there, phone numbers, Absolutely. emails. So, is there a part that's too big for you to possibly? Uh, Print. Is there a size limitation here? Uh, well, not, not from a practical perspective. Okay. Well, I shouldn't say pra- from a practical perspective. From a cost perspective, it would probably be too big for what what someone would be willing so, to pay. Uh, a dwarf Medellahay won't quite be. Uh, the scandal. whole thing at this time, no, I'd <laughs> no. say no. But uh, you know, I've seen some 3D printed parts that are really, really large, and, uh, and they're good. Cool. So we got about a minute left. Sure. What's the future? I mean, with the types of materials that you can now print with, yeah. I mean. Could you print an entire car? I think that day will come, um, but not not right away. From a, again, from a practical perspective, but the ability to print multiple materials is really fascinating to us. That's so great cool. stuff. So Thank Paul you, Paul Vorback from HV3D. One more time, your website for everybody: www.hv3dworks.com. Awesome! I can't wait. Thanks, thanks, thanks Jonathan. You, thank you for stopping by and being part of our TNT here at Expedient. We love working with our our partners with Expedient to make this show possible. They allow us to geek out and have a whole lot of fun and talk to guys like Paul. We think it's the best stuff. Keep your dial tuned right here to Tech Vibe Radio. We are coming right back with more great stories just like Paul's. This is Jonathan Kirsting. I'm from the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Learn more about us at pghtech.org.